Back to the Ticket Water Cooler. Brought to you by Wingstop on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Hopefully we all like the way Nebraska moves under the direction of new head coach, <laughs> Mickey Joseph. Uh, Rico, what was that dance move you were just doing there? I don't know. <laughs> You're like going backwards. You just kind of losing your head. I kind of like the birdie. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I like that. Maybe I'll try to, to do that too. Uh, before we get out of here, I have a few uh, news and notes to kind of bring up here. All right. Uh, fr- the Frost Effect. I thought we thought that we were done with talking about frost. Well, there's a little bit of a frost effect here in Vegas. Uh, the Vegas line for this game opened at 14 and a half mm-hmm. with frost on Sunday. Once frost was uh, let go, um, I don't know what the latest you know these numbers can change. But last I checked was 11 and a half. That's a three point frost effect there. If they, and if you if you follow that along, eight of Frost's 31 losses at Nebraska were by three points, including oh. the two losses this season. So maybe you know. Maybe there's there's some merit to this. Thing. Interesting. <laughs> I don't know what it means. <laughs> I don't know what it means either. But it, I think it means at least uh, some betters are feeling the maybe it's more the Mickey Joseph effect than the Frost effect, the but Joseph feeling effect. that there's more of an opportunity that Nebraska can get over the hump in one of these close games as opposed to Frost, which you know I think that's pretty obvious. We'll see point. what happens. Yeah, and I mean there is a possibility. People are, are pointing this out on the text line too. You know maybe. F- Maybe, I mean, it's hard to imagine, but maybe Frost was instrumental in keeping this team close in these games. And, you know, maybe at that, you know, at this point, there's a blowout on Saturday. Then what do we do there? Um, mm-hmm. I think it was certainly worth the risk to see if that's <laughs> the case because uh, it just got to a point where you know with Frost you're getting yeah, close. Even if, uh, yeah, but. even if it's a blowout on Saturday, which I don't think it will be, um, that's not an indictment on Mickey Joseph or this coaching staff because even if the game was close and you lost, you still lost and you have been losing more games than you have been winning for the last four years and three games. So despite the result, if it's a blowout, if it's a close loss, like it doesn't, I, I don't know. It, it You're, you're a week into uh, a new regime. So we'll see exactly what happens. Yeah. It, it's just, it's a lot to throw at a guy in six days to go beat the, you know, in your first game, beat the top 16. On yeah. A <laughs> uh, televised game. Have fun. Um, so, I mean, but I mean, I, I, I still, I mean, for me, that is the hope going into this game. I think if Frost were still here, I'd probably just say, well, we've all, we, I don't care what happens here. We've all seen what's going to happen. They're not going to win in the end. Yeah. I'd be um, like, yeah, 38 31 loss, you know, yeah. another one score. <laughs> but now I've, I've got some hope in it. Um, how about this? The SEC has directed Georgia and Tennessee to not play their home and home non conference series against Oklahoma. Oklahoma's kind of in the scheduling news. The Bulldogs had Oklahoma scheduled in 23 and 31. Tennessee and OU is slated for uh, two, 2024. Of course, we don't know exactly when Oklahoma is going to make that jump, but we're talking about next year. Georgia's already announced it will play Ball State instead of Oklahoma, so it's wiping away hmm. a great non-con game for Georgia. They might not. I, I don't know who else they're playing. Nebraska Ob- should have jumped on Georgia that one. Tech. Yeah, play Nebraska again. Uh, oh, to play Georgia? Yeah, Georgia. No, I don't want to do that. Why? <laughs> Why? Um, I mean, yeah, I'd, yeah. Why not? It'd be fun, but I I, I think of all the teams. You're looking to try to rebound with your guy. I mean, you can get exposure with other What other coaches, way to but... test yourself than to go against the <laughs> possible two-time reigning national champions? Yeah. You don't know where you're at. You don't know where you're at in the standings unless you, you aim high. 
Yeah, I just don't know if that's the way to do it. I, I'd, I'd like Willis. to ease into it a little bit with the new coaching staff. Nothing is easy. <laughs> <laughs> but, of course, all this because Oklahoma's going to join the SEC um, maybe would have made that a little bit interesting. But for 2023 and 2024, I don't understand. I mean, other than the fact that you're probably not getting the home and away, you're not getting the return trip, mm-hmm. um, I understand that part, portion of it. But I, I think, would guess that this – I would, I would guess a totally uneducated guess, and, yeah, you can make fun of me, because I know exactly what the tech sign is going to say. Um, but maybe this means Oklahoma and Texas to the SEC next year? Maybe. Um, Especially with the Big 12 in talks with TV yeah. networks for new deals. It could kind of push that to a, to an earlier start with a, with the two new SEC teams. Yeah, maybe if you're reading between the lines, maybe that's what that means. Well, let's run with it. Uh, Oklahoma it. and SMU, by the way, also adding a home-and-home home series uh, for next year for Oklahoma. It will be at Oklahoma. And then Oklahoma's going to go to SMU in 2027. Ooh, I like that. So I know that uh, nobody cares about scheduling years in advance, but Oklahoma at SMU is interesting one way or the other. New Pony Express, baby. Yes. I'm a big... I always want SMU to return. I don't know why I'm a big SMU guy, um, but I am. They're cool. They're, they're just kind of cool. You feel bad for them because... They, they got shut down. <laughs> they got shut down. They used to be cool. I mean, they used to be really good um, and obviously no longer are. Uh, I mean, but you, they've been you, all right the last couple of years. Eric Dickerson, what are you doing? Yeah. Of course you're going to get shut down. Uh, how about this? I, I don't know how to feel about this, and you might not even want to speak about it, but uh, Notre Dame's head coach, Marcus Freeman, has converted to Catholicism. Oh, good for him. Is that uh, Wouldn't that be a prerequisite, or does he need I to do that? I think so. Does like he only do that if you go start 0-3 at Notre Dame? Or? <laughs> he needs Jesus. <laughs> he does need Jesus. Uh, I don't know if... Maybe the- that's what they're thinking. The reason that we're 0-3 <laughs> is because you're not Catholic. That could be. That could be what happened there. So if Touchdown they win their next- Jesus doesn't just hand out wins over yeah, here. You're not wrong. So if they win their next game, we know who to thank. Yes. Jesus. And I can't remember. They've actually got, you know, it's Notre Dame. I know they don't schedule always the toughest opponents, but I think it's Cal this next week. They've got a pretty good schedule lined up, so they're going to have to earn one. That's what happens uh, when you don't join a conference. That's right. Notre Dame. Join the Big Ten. Uh, that'll be it. That'll wrap it up for the Ticket Water Cooler Happy Hour. Coming up next, we'll see you here on the Ticket Water Cooler tomorrow. <laughs>